Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, how are you doing? Are your kids still alive? They are, yeah. Three weeks and counting now, Mike. I like that you sort of bit your lip before you answered. Like, ooh, are they? (laughs) (laughs) I was really worried I gave Wes a sunburn, but no, he seems to be okay. You forget. You forget about all these things, you know? See, right now, we're at this point, because it's been so sunny as of late, that William wants to go outside all the time, and we go outside too, but he's always like, I want to go, I want to go. And so I find that I've done a terrible job of putting sunscreen on me. And I've been getting burned, like left, right, and center. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. got to get some of that uh, spray stuff. I've, I've got like proper stuff for, for Ben, like the cream and the zinc and whatever. But for me, it's just like, shh, 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 done. All right. At least I got something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I keep finding like red patches all over my neck. And surprise, you forgot to do your ears this time. You know, things <laughs> like that. Yeah. I, well, I don't know about you guys, but we spend, well, I mean, when it's nice outside, we spend like, 70% of the day outdoors with Ben. Like I I now know which of the playgrounds have the best 4G LTE signal <laughs> so that I can, you know, if I do have to set up shop, it's like I want to be here because this one I get like 300 megabits down on my phone and that kind of thing. Nice. But uh, but yeah, like that's we're outside a huge portion of the day. Usually we come back in around like 11 you know, after being outside from like eight o'clock or seven thirty, some days. Wow! But it also makes the day go by a lot faster. And I mean, unless I have meetings and stuff, and even then, I still just use headphones. Like, it works out pretty well. There's only there's certain circumstances that would be like, yeah, I'll have to phone you back. But other than that, it's pretty good. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah, no, we've spent a lot of time outside. Actually, we spent a lot of time outside on the weekend at the new house. Oh what? yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good, yeah, so we got the new house on Thursday, and it was funny because we f- I totally forgot when you buy a new house, because obviously this happened the same way last time, mm-hmm. was when you buy a new house, you get the keys on, on the closing date. Well, what I forgot is they don't give you the keys until like late in the day. So we're all like, I took the whole day off work, and I was like, we're going to go in there at nine, and we're going to go in, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. And it was like, <laughs> oh, no, we didn't get the keys to like three you know, like, I was gonna say, yeah, three or four p.m. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we we got lucky because the lawyers were like, yeah, you might get them by five, and we're like, oh, oh, by five, oh, <laughs> so. <laughs> well, that's okay. So, what were the first things you did, Mike? That's what I want to know. Like, why were you champing at the bit to get there? Well, it's funny. I got to tell you, right before we get to that, we got real worried because uh, the the lawyers called us. And they were like, hey, we have your keys. And we're like, oh, great. How do we get them? They're like, there's a lockbox on the front door. Here's the code. The code is the call cutout. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay. And then we called the lawyers back and it was like, this number is not in service. And we're like, um, what? (laughs) Like, (laughs) did you just take our house? Like, what happened? And then Laura called back a couple more times and they didn't answer. And, Eventually, they called us back and and we were like, oh, my God, like 
what happened? And the girl's like, yeah, our phones are connected to our cable and the cable guy's here and he's redoing the internet and he just shut everything down, not knowing I was on the phone. <laughs> so <laughs> great work. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are all worried that like we're losing our house for some reason because, you know, you always fear the worst. Right? Sure. Of course. Them. But we got in. We got in early, even though we don't actually move in for a few more weeks. We we got in there and, and the first thing we did was we showed it off to the family like we had grandma and grandpa come over and, and look at the house and right from both sides then we we got the painters in and the painters have been redoing the upstairs and i think they're t- as of today they started the downstairs i haven't seen it since they were doing the upstairs and it looks so much better already with the painting being done and and at some point hopefully depending on when they can get in there the floor like we have floor guys coming in to, to redo the upstairs floor because the carpets are quite old and they're a little bunched up so we're we're getting the floors replaced with laminate, so it'll be no carpet to worry about upstairs and right and all that fun stuff. But that's that's why we're in there early. But also Laura started gardening already, and uh, it's funny we borrowed my dad's lawnmower to do the lawn because the the owners actually left. They moved out and moved to Texas. I think I mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. They moved almost an entire week before we got the house. Right. So the lawn was like Dandelion City. Oh, nice. And and we were like, okay, we got to do something here to like make it so that the neighbors don't think that we're like absolute, (laughs) you know, just terrible people as soon as we move in. So yeah, I know when my dad dropped by with his lawnmower and Laura was all set to do it. My dad's like, no, I'll do it. And we're like, oh, okay. I mean, go ahead. <laughs> I think I think he was just like happy to be doing something, right? So Yeah, no, that's right. He's got to contribute, help his son along, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, everybody came out to see it we, we, at different times. We got uh, mom and dads, both mom and dads came out to see it. And then my brother and his kids and his wife, they came out and saw it the one day. And also my sister-in-law and her boyfriend, they came out and they saw it one day too. And yeah, so everybody got to see it. Great grandma, great grandma got to see it too. And wow, wow. Yeah, she, she was very happy. She, I think she's happy because it's, it's a, a lot closer to her too. And right, yeah. yeah. So everybody, everybody seems pretty happy with the house so far. We met some of the neighbors. They all seem like cool people so far. I mean, the woman who lives next to us, she's divorced, but still friends with the husband. Oh, that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. it was very because she's like, "Hi, I'm so and so. This is my ex husband," and we were like, "Oh," because <laughs> like, he because he was there. Yeah, he was, he was helping her put the top down on her Jeep. Oh, okay. Also, I noticed that her car has a Bulbasaur hanging from the the rearview mirror, which I thought was very cute. But she's divorced, and her her adult children have moved out. So she in very well could be a very quiet neighbor. I would I would think. But uh, hopefully. Or, hopefully or she could be huge parties, you know, living you your life be. now. Right. Yeah, it could be. She could be a party animal. You never know. Right? <laughs> so what's the uh, what's the official verdict? Everybody uh, gives it the old two thumbs up. Everybody loves yeah, it. Yeah. Everybody's a big fan. Everybody thinks the uh, the the so much more space, which obviously there is like it's crazy. But it was really funny because my mom made a comment about how the white like because we were painting the house white. She's like the house. The, the white, I think, is going to make it look like a hospital. And I'm like, the last like five hospitals I went to were like yellow, <laughs> like like yellow or beige. So I don't know what she's thinking about when she's saying the white makes it look like a hospital. <laughs> but my my sister-in-law, she, when she saw it, she's like, oh, wow, the white looks so good. And I said the thing, same thing about my mom says that the, the, it, the white makes it look like a hospital. And she's like, no, 
no, this is terrible. Like the, to the, the colors of the wall that were already there. Cause it was like a nice Brown. It was builders, builders beige, you know, like I feel like it was whatever the original color of the house was when they moved in. Yeah. It, it was very much like, Oh no, this is terrible. Get rid of this. <laughs> so yeah, we got a lot of uh, kudos on uh, the changes we've been uh, making. On, so on this, far, well, so. that's good. That's good, Mike. I'm glad everybody is all on board with the, the decisions that you've made. Mm-hmm, definitely. And William loves new house. It's all new house, this and new house, that and, and it, oh God, we were there for we the one day and we're still trying to figure out the, the old owner very nicely left all sorts of like tags on things that okay. are like, you know, this is the water shut off valve. It's hidden behind here and things like that. Oh God, that's so helpful. Yeah. yeah. So Laura has been doing some gardening and there's a hose in the front and a hose in the back. And we were trying to get the hose in the front to turn on and we couldn't. So Laura and I are like, one of us is downstairs and one of us is in the garage and William's like garage, go bodge. Like he's super happy to be in the garage. Mm -hmm. And then Laura and I are yelling up and down the stairs at each other, trying to figure out what the hell's going on with the hose. Cause the valve was all the way open, but there was no water coming out. So Laura's like, well, I'm going to come down and look at it. Cause I can't tell what you're saying. Cause you're yelling. So she comes downstairs. She brings William with her and my God, you would have thought that he'd like been slapped like 15 times on his way down the stairs because he was so upset that he had to leave the garage. Like just <laughs> he's a man's man then, I guess. Right. Yeah. But but Laura's like, she's like, oh, my God, can you just take him and go with him? And I'm like, all right, fine. So I picked him up and I took him back to the garage. And the whole time he's just screaming, screaming, scream. Oh, grudge. OK. Scratch, you know, <laughs> just... well, interesting, interesting. Well, we know his favorite room then, obviously. I think he's a fan. He's a, he's in this weird phase where he loves the garbage bins. Mm-hmm. So he's like blue bins, green bin, two blue bins, one green bin, you know, because that's right. Yeah. yeah oh, oh, that kid, he can be very annoying i will say <laughs> I'll, I'll give you i'll give you the case in point sure so obviously we're recording a day later than normal because this monday was a holiday it was a holiday weekend here in canada it was victoria day weekend and we celebrate an old queen of a country that's not ours anymore by shooting fireworks into the air yeah well it got very loud in in our house the other day during the fireworks because someone decided to shoot their fireworks off in the park immediately across the street from us Mm-hmm. And of course, this woke William up. And by this point, when he's awake, the fireworks have, had stopped. So Laura was like, hey, do you want to hear something? And he's like, you know, he's like half asleep. You know, like what? What? And Laura takes him. We, we go outside with him. And you can just hear because everyone's shooting fireworks off in the city all over the place. Mm-hmm. You just hear the little pop, 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 pop. And she's like, do you hear that? It's fireworks. And he's like, fireworks? And she's like, yeah, fireworks, fireworks. And then there's a little community center across the street from us. Yeah. Like right behind the community center. (laughs) And he's just like, too loud, too loud. And and, and back into the house and crying, baby. We had to calm him down and put him back to bed. Right. And, And then the next morning, the next morning, he's just like, fireworks too loud like when he woke up he's like fireworks too loud and we're like fireworks loud yeah and he's like fireworks loud and and mommy's like oh he was was it the pops were the pops too much and he's like pops and she's like yeah pop 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 she's like fireworks pop and she's like yeah fireworks pop 
fire pops? And she's like, okay, fire pops. And he's like, <laughs> fire pops too loud. Fire pops scary. Fire Red fire pops. Fire pops. All fire pops. Red, red fire pops scary. And, and we're just like, oh my God, will you stop i get it fire pops <laughs> like like fireworks became fire pops and like right. i picked i picked him up from daycare today and i'm like so how long before he annoyed you to death about fire pops and the girl girl was there was like yeah he uh he was talking about fire pops today and i'm like uh-huh. <laughs> you're too nice to say that he was annoying the shit out of you right right yeah she's legally not allowed to say that yeah yeah because like literally i i i picked him up at daycare today and and the first words out of his mouth when that he came out that door was fire pops far far away and i'm like oh my god just <laughs> stop it's been three days no one cares about the fire pops anymore and yeah. i guarantee you i guarantee you if he wakes up and i go and check on him he'll be like Red fire pops. Red fire pops. Too scary. (laughs) That's what he keeps saying. He's really dwelling on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But the but the best part though is because he's also got a new thing that he's been saying too, and he just randomly pops this one out into the middle of the fire pops. So he's just like red fire pops, red fire fire pops far far away. Mama, no penis. <laughs> he just <laughs> drops that one right in the middle of it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I have nothing to say to that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. No, funny. I mean, he's correct. He's definitely yeah. correct. But yeah, no, there's a lot of... He's been like... A lot has been going on with William in the last week or so. Mm-hmm. The one day I picked him up from daycare, I was strapping him into, into the seat. And... And I'm like, got to make sure that everything's tight, nice and tight. And he's like, nice and tight. Well, now he says nice and tight all the time. Doesn't matter the context. He'll be like eating his dinner and he'll be like, corn, nice and tight. Rice, nice and tight. It's just like, <laughs> okay. Like, he's like it, a sound, he sounds like, like a soundboard that you just keep pressing yeah, the same couple buttons on. Yeah, yeah. kind of. And, but one thing that's actually really nice is you remember how I was always like, whenever he wants to do something, it's baby, baby does this, baby does that. Well, we finally transitioned from baby to William. So whenever it's like, we try, we're trying to trick William into turning off his lights or whatever. We're like, Oh, I'm going to turn off the light. And he's like, William's turn, William's turn instead of babies, babies, which was what he used to do. So yeah. So he's gotten used to saying his own name, which is, which is really nice. I got two things, two more things I want to talk about. And um, they're both food relevant. One is actually kind of a teaching moment. I thought that we could uh, we could talk about. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a nice thing. So it's not really like advice in the sense of like, this is what you can do. But it's more advice in the sense of this is why that happens. Okay, and, sure. and think about like how often you're feeding your kids and you're feeding them something they really like, like, I don't know, blueberries or something like that. And then it's like, they're not eating it. And they're like, why are you not eating this? You like this. You eat this all the time. Why is this the time that you're not eating it? Well, somebody showed me a chart that was, why does my child not eat the thing that they, that they like? And on the chart, there were f- five blueberries. And over top, each blueberry, there was a different word. And the words were things like sour, sweet, squishy, uh, too hard things like that like just right. like each each berry is different and then underneath it it was cracker 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 you know like like mm-hmm. this is all the same 
this can be different every time. And that can explain why they're oh, not a fan. Okay. You know, you give them something they like, like a strawberry. And then it's like, oh, he doesn't. Why isn't he eating the strawberries? Well, maybe the strawberry is too sweet to this time or right. Yeah. You get a bad batch or something. Yeah. yeah well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. That, that makes a lot of sense now. Mm-hmm. Also things that don't make sense. This is a thing I'm going to tell you. That's just like, what, why, why would a child do this? It, the answer is because they're dumb. Right. So basically we're eating dinner the other night and I made poutine for myself. Mm-hmm. And and usually when I make the poutine, there's always an excess of gravy, and I give that to Laura. And William likes to dip the for his French fries and and gravy. And um, so Laura and I, this is the night before we take possession of the house. And Laura and I are talking, and I'm watching William eat his dinner, and she says something about I know like what what time do you think we'll we'll get the keys to the house? And I turn and I look at her and I and I talk, and then I hear this noise. And I have no idea what this noise is. I've never heard this noise before. It's very loud. Mm -hmm. And then I look over and I realize that it is William screaming. Okay. He has stuck his hand in a bowl of hot gravy. (laughs) Oh, no. Just (laughs) reached right in. Just boop. What's up? Like I look over. His hand is just covered in gravy. It's so hot. The steam is still coming off of it. Sure. Yeah. So I like just. I'm like, I don't have any napkins or anything, right? So instinctively, I just grab his hands and just went like, bloop, like just gooped it off. Yeah. So now yeah. I have hot gravy all over my hands too. <laughs> and and Laura runs and she gets a cloth and, and she takes him to the bathroom and runs his hand under the cold water. And he's just freaking out, as you can imagine. So what we did, what we always do, which is we we try to figure out if William is incredibly hurt by showing him blippy because if he calms down then we know he's okay but if he doesn't calm down and he's still upset then we know that he's probably really hurt that's that's the metric that we've come up sure yeah well whatever system works right very scientific right Mm -hmm. so that happened and then maybe two days later william was trying to get on the bench and he stepped wrong and he fell and he hit his chin right off the bottom of the table and then he yeah. fell backwards onto the floor so he took a bad spill and he was very upset and we let him watch blippy to make sure that he was okay and then he continued to eat his dinner as he watched blippy and laura looks over at me and she's like do you think he did that on purpose i'm like what do you mean why would he do that on purpose so that he could watch blippy and I'm like, you think our child purposely fell off a bench and hurt himself so that he could watch <laughs> Blippy? And she's like, I don't know. Stranger things have happened. And I'm like, I guess the next night, William falls off the bench again. He starts crying. And we're like, are you okay, buddy? Blippy, Blippy. And, and I look at Laura and she's like, oh my God, I was right. <laughs> like <laughs> He's intentionally hurting himself now because he thinks he'll get to watch Blippi oh. if he's upset. So we stopped that right away. <laughs> yeah, is- no, of course. Do you do you guys police Blippi that hard? Like if he asks to watch it, you just say no? Or or is it that's just, just a coincidence kind of thing? It depends. Like we, yeah. we it's not like we've been watching a lot of Blippi lately. And that more yeah. tends to be the fact that we've just been doing stuff yeah like you've if, been if, busy yeah yeah i mean like when when he's home and it's i'm watching him i'll say something to the effect of like you know do you want to go have a snack and he'll be like dinosaur show and i'll be like okay we can watch dinosaur show where you have your snack 
you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Or if if it's a day that I'm just like too tired to argue, <laughs> you know, and yeah, like Blippy, sure. then yeah, 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 we'll throw Blippy on and 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 I'll just take daddy time while you watch Blippy. But for the most part, he doesn't ask. And if he does ask, we'll say something like maybe later, and then he'll ask later, and we're like, okay, I promise later, and and we watch it. So it's not like we're like never Blippy, never. Right. But like in this case, it was like, oh, I've hurt myself. That means I watch Blippy. You know, yeah, so yeah, he he's figured out the way to ask without asking. Yeah, just in a not ideal way. <laughs> no, no. So he's got like three big bruises on his chin now. Nice. Three separate bruises from him like hitting and hurting himself. Like I feel like the second time was still an accident, mm-hmm. but it was a, a case of like, oh wait, I got Blippy being hurt twice. Yes, that's right. You yeah. know, the, the third time I, I can spin this very, uh, very positive way for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, every it, it happens like that every so often where, where that'll happen. And, and you'll see him try to spin it for himself. Like the one night, the one night he woke up and he had a tummy ache and he threw up. And after that happened, we uh, we took him downstairs and we watched TV with him and we didn't watch Blippi. We actually we were watching Superstore. So we were like, you can watch Mommy and Daddy's show because we didn't want to Fluffy. We watched Superstore, so we watched Superstore. And then the next night, he he woke up. We went and checked on him, and he's like, tummy hurts. And we're like, does it? He's like, watch TV. And we're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so now we we know better that tummy hurt is now. A, I would like to watch TV, right? And stay right. up, sound bite, but so I mean, eventually he's gonna pull out a tummy hurt. His tummy actually will hurt, and we'll. We'll ignore him and then he'll throw that, up. That's right. Yeah, the again, whole but... boy who cried wolf thing. You have to you have to start reading that story. <laughs> so he gets it drilled down. Yeah, definitely. But uh, that's it. That's all that's been going on here. A lot, a lot of interesting glowing news. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, no, definitely. Well, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny to say about the TV thing because yeah, Ben will ask to watch TV, and we you don't know, generally will say yes because he doesn't ask all that often. But but yeah, it is funny. Sometimes when he'll he'll fall off his bike or off his scooter or something, and then it's like, I want to go inside and watch, you know, TV or I want to watch Paw Patrol or something. It's like, hmm, do you now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then usually like 30 seconds later, he's like, no, I'd rather ride my bike again. But right, uh, right. Yeah. Speaking of his bike, he's gotten extremely good at his balance bike. I've seen some of the videos. Yeah. Yeah, he it was funny because we got it for him last year, kind of later in the season last year, and he just couldn't put two and two together. Like he would literally put it between his legs and just walk and it would be like incredibly slow walking because he I don't know, he just didn't figure out they had to sit on the seat, I guess. I'm not too sure what it was. And then even at the start of this year, he was sitting down, but he was still not quite figuring it out. He's basically just walking while sitting. But then Aunt Natalie came over one day and I guess really showed him whatever the technique was that he needed to do. And yeah, man, now he loves that bike. And of course, you know, because he's Ben, he wants to take it off of jumps and he wants to take it down ramps and everything. But it's actually really impressive. So the school behind our house has a wheelchair ramp that kind of leads into a sloped parking lot, basically. And so he'll go to the top of the wheelchair ramp and then push himself off and he'll go down and all the way down the sloped ramp. And for the most part, he's now balancing, I would say, like 90% of the way. Like he's not like doing like the little walk flipper walk thing that they all do on the thing. Like he'll just stick his legs up. And if he does start tipping, he just puts one leg down to sort of fix it. And it's it's amazing. It's amazing the difference. And because I never really understood the point of balance bikes in the first place, like 
I'm sure, Mike, when you learned how to ride a bike, it was you got your tricycle and then you got your kind of, you know, big boy bike with training wheels on it. And then yeah, eventually yeah. the training wheels came off. But like now that I've seen it, it's like, yeah, I think this is a better way to learn. Like, I feel like next year we could throw him on a big boy bike and he'd probably figure it out and he'd be three and a half years old. Right. Whereas I feel like I learned at like five or six. I don't know. He loves it, Mike. That's good. Does William, does William have a balanced bike? Did you have you guys gone that route yet? No, William isn't the biggest bike person. Like we've okay. done, we we gave him for his birthday last year. We gave him a big wheel. Yeah, and he never figured out what the pedals do. And the worst part of it was, like, I mean, I I don't know if this was something that you dealt with because of the birthdays being in such a similar time frame. Mm-hmm. But we barely used the big wheel before it was winter and too cold to use it, kind of a thing. Right. It, so we busted it out a couple of weeks ago. He's too big for it now. Oh, no. <laughs> He's. It's like, wow, we used it like three times. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the balance bikes, uh, it's kind of like a one size fits all sort of deal. So it wasn't a problem that we ran into, but I did have to raise the seat up and stuff this year. But we have one of those other bikes that have like the sun shield on them that you like push. Yeah, that like the grow with me kind yeah. of things. We've got one of those too. Yeah, I I don't know about you, but I hate mine specifically for the reason of the bar that the parents push with. Yeah, isn't perfectly solid, so like I have to like constantly counterbalance to go straight. <laughs> like I can't just push. We must straight. have the same bike. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah, they're like, just all like that. Yeah, yeah, because it's just like you know like back and forth back and forth back and forth or you're like turning to the side to go straight because of the, how loose the top is uh okay yeah ours is is not quite that bad but yeah definitely if i'm walking on the sidewalk i'm kind of bouncing from edge to edge because it doesn't there's no great way to keep it straight because yeah there's a lot of give and play in, in the controls i guess the adult controls but i've tried to i've tried to kid eyes a lot of it like now Ben steers it. Not well, he doesn't really care about it anymore. But at the time he would steer it and I would let him steer it. And then I put the pedals on, but my pedals kept disengaging all the time. So it was kind of like a bust. But at that point he had his balance bike and now this tricycle he could not care any less about this thing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's what he's doing with the bike stuff. He has been talking up a storm so well i guess before then we we've been going swimming a lot it's been really nice supposed to be freezing cold this week of course because that's how it is but our our neighbors who we've known forever are very open with their pool and they invite us over to come over all the time and ben has got the like water it's like a water wing life jacket have you seen it it's like a chest bracket thing or chest thing my nephews have them yeah it's it's fantastic and then the whole point if to my understanding is a regular life jacket, if you're a certain size, is actually kind of more unsafe than having a life jacket because what can happen is they can tilt forward and then they can't get out of the water and they'll be you know, potentially face down. Whereas this lets them sort of sink enough in the water. It's not a life-saving device, but it's you know you can comfortably let him float around in the pool and he's not going to drown or anything like that. But he has really gotten the hang of it this year. And we were out there and he's roaming all around the deep end and into the shallow end. And he kind of goes to the predetermined jumping spot and he'll jump in. And it's amazing. Like it just, again, last year compared to this year, he's just really picked up his, his water game. But it was funny. You were saying that William likes to talk a lot. We were in the pool, Mike, and then we had my parents come over for dinner 
And I swear to God, Ben did not stop talking for like two and a half hours straight. (laughs) (laughs) Now, it wasn't like fire pops, fire pops over and over. It was like conversation. Hey, watch me do this. What are you doing? Let's play with this thing. Let's go over here. Like it was just nonstop. It's it's funny because he really tries to do like small talk now. Because mm-hmm. I've said multiple times as we do our, our nightly chats where we turn off the lights and I sit with him in his bed and we just talk about our day. And so now he he kind of prompts him to ask questions about how are you doing and, and what's going on here and, and that kind of stuff. Like he it's back and forth. It's not you're just talking at him or he's talking at you. You have actual actual conversation, which is nice. But yeah, he likes to talk that. But with talking comes some really funny one liners. So the other day we gave him a snack in his little bowl and he was watching Paw Patrol or something like that. And all of a sudden he comes marching into the kitchen and he goes, Mommy, I have a problem here. And he's like, oh, well, what's wrong? And he shows up the bowl and the bowl's empty. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, yeah, you could probably just say you needed more snacks. But I guess he decided a pro- it was a big enough it deal. It was a big enough problem. It was a problem. Yeah, you had to really deal with that, right? And it was cute. We were at the playground the other day and he was talking to some kid. And then he brought the kid over to me and he goes, you know, this is my daddy, you know, like, like he introduces the kid to me and it's like, no, that's super sweet. You know, mm-hmm. all those awful things you do all the time that kind of makes up for it, right? There. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of, I mean, he hasn't been doing anything huge or anything like that. It's just been a lot of like conversational stuff where you just like, where did you learn this? Or like, why do you, you know, like, again, he picks up all the turns of phrase that we use that mean nothing, but we, you and I both know what it means because we all say those kind of things. And yeah, it, it's just amazing how fast they grow up. And I don't know, he's into jokes. Again, we, again, we've said the jokes thing in the past. He's got like his old 100 words, like the baby's 100 first words book. And occasionally he still wants to read it. So we read it and then he asks me, you know, like, where's the dump truck, dad? And then he covers the dump truck with his hand. And it's like... Well, I don't know where the dump truck. I can't see what, <laughs> and he's just laughing because he thinks it's the most funny thing in the world. But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where we're at, Mike. Nothing, uh, nothing too crazy this week. Not not as exciting as William's stories, that's for sure. As the gravy and the <laughs> fire. Yeah, pops. yeah. No, he he injured himself on a shovel the other day, which was terrifying. But uh, <laughs> well, how did that happen? Well, so Ben has these kid outdoor tools like shovel, hoe, rake. One other thing, a leaf rake. And he loves digging. He he is great at it. We do a lot of projects outside now. You know, so if Laura needs a gardening partner, he will be right there with you. But he always holds it the right way with the blade part down and the handle on the top. And for whatever reason, we were outside and we weren't really paying that much attention. And he flipped it around. So he had the spade side up. And, you know, I kind of looked at it and I didn't think too much about it. I I occasionally hold my shovel that way, rarely, but it does Mm -hmm. happen. And then he kind of put it underneath his chin and he was sort of resting it on his chin. And then he kind of took a step and he stumbled and the shovel went boom, right under his chin. And I don't know if you know what a spade is, Mike. It has a very sharp point. Yes, it does. Yes. And, and my God, you've never seen two parents move. I had Wes in my arm and immediately like, football hold let's go see what the hell's going on mm-hmm. fortunately he just got a pretty good scrape but it didn't actually puncture anything but that was uh it was a terrifying moment as a parent right there. i i can i can imagine it sounds probably like how i felt with the gravy yeah well you know you, you kind of not you don't laugh when they fall off the chair or something but it's like you'll be fine you know yeah, you fell yeah. a foot and a half you'll live you know whereas like the gravy was like did you just do permanent harm to yourself forever 
you know, you're only two years old. You have 95% of your life left, you know? Yeah. Like I, I, I kept saying to, to like Laura, like the whole time I'm like, is he okay? How's his hand look? Is he okay? Cause I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Child is injured. Mommy swoops in and you can't get a single look at, at whatever is going on because <laughs> yeah. it's just she's like, no, I must know. And so, yeah, she she took him to her pile of gold and <laughs> and like a dragon cover. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I had no idea how he was doing. But the whole time I was like, it was right in front of me. I was right there and I could have stopped him from like, but it was too late. I yeah. But, but why would you ever expect him? To, to stick like his hand gra- in a hot yeah. gravy. Boosh. This sounds yeah. like a great fight. Yeah. Boom. Let's grab it. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is funny because, well, not funny, but I guess you guys Snapchatted us to tell us, or Laura did. And I was like, I bet you Mike was making poutine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was what, that's what ran through my head. It's like, I could go for a poutine right now. <laughs> yeah. I kind of got into this, this trend where I've been making it for myself instead of buying it. And it's great. I, I get the the St. Hubert's gravy, which is mm-hmm. vegan gravy, which is why Laura and William also have it. Yeah. And ha- I do half the package. And then that's enough for me to have on my poutine and for them to have any leftover. Oh, how big of a bowl does that make for you? It like makes how- a pretty big bowl. I, I, so obviously, it's the only thing I eat when I when I have the, the, the poutine. No, of course. Yeah, it's a meal. Yeah. So when I when I measure out the fries, because I we measure out portions which is part of how thin mike was born because mm-hmm. we, we measure everything out i do three portions and so it, it fills a bowl it's okay like a yeah. cereal bowl kind of yeah yeah size yeah yeah interesting i might have to get that recipe from you mike yeah yeah if you're getting cheese curds surprisingly the black diamond cheese curds are really good They're really okay good. all right, yeah. all right. Well, you, see good. what you need what you need is because this is the thing if 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 you're having cheese curds and they don't squeak when they're hot then it's not as good right no, that's that's right. The cheese curd is what makes the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, the gravy is obviously important, but it is. I mean, it's the cheese curds. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, I, I was actually very surprised. I bought it because the kind I usually get was out of stock. And I'm like, this is so much better. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> so, Well, we should probably move on from this poutine talk, Mike. I think more than half our audience is American and they're like, what the f- is poutine <laughs> it's disco fries that's what poutine is there you go yeah it's disco fries someone i know actually i had a friend who lived out in indiana and he came up to toronto for a convention and i took him to a restaurant and he's like can i get a poutine like i'd really love to get a poutine i've heard so much about them and i'm like yeah yeah for sure mm-hmm. and and they didn't actually have poutine they had just like shredded cheese on on oh, fries and boo. gravy and i'm like oh i'm so sorry this isn't poutine and he's still like this is still the greatest thing i've ever had in my life and I'm like, <laughs> okay wait 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 one more poutine question mike and, and then we got to talk about some like actual tech things okay i i know you're a big fan of yes. poutine you are of all my friends and everybody i know you're the one who loves poutine the most mm-hmm. are you a poutine purist where it's quite literally fries cheese curds and gravy or do you prefer it with sort of the additional topping you know whether it's like chicken or or, you know pulled pork or you know some sort of like crazy shit that a lot of them do now like what where do you where do you think is best do you like the original or do you like the special ones i I always have a, a nice place in my heart for the original okay but i will i will not be one to disregard a special poutine okay usually if i'm getting a poutine it's not 
too crazy with the additions. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you've ever been to smokes poutineery. I have, of course, of course they, yeah. they do stuff where it's like Spanish taco style. And it's like, Oh, it's got corn and, and there's corn chips in it. And it's full of like spinach and all that. Like that's no, that is, that is not poutine. That is just garbage on top of fries. Yeah. But like maybe some bacon bits, you know, the pulled pork is occasionally not too bad. Yeah. Things like that. Like, I find as crazy as I like to get, especially if I go to smokes is I get the, the double pork and that's where I, I draw the line. Usually it's, it's, that's as far as I need. Okay. Yeah. So you, you dabble, but this still, the original is like number one. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Good to know. You heard it here. This is, that's what you wanted. If you're American right now, you've never had poutine. Just get the original. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Okay, let's yes. talk tech, Mike. Let's, talk <laughs> let's tech. do it. Forty <laughs> minutes in, yeah, we got seven minutes left to talk mm-hmm. about this stuff. This is a bit of a follow up from last week, but Mike, you had mentioned that you know Gabe Newell, you know, owner of, of Valve, was hinting that they were building something to do with consoles. They were going to go kind of into the console world. We thought maybe it was you know Half Life Alex or you know some sort of game or something like that. A little bit more has leaked out, Mike, in regards to that stuff. Right now, it's looking like Valve is building a Switch-like computer, so portable computer to do your your Steam gaming on, which is not at all what I would have expected from Valve. They've they've got you know kind of hardware stuff in the past, the Steam Link and everything like that, but most of that's just sort of streaming based. They haven't had a great track record with their their hardware in the past. Now, I, I have a question for you. Sure. You would know this more than I because you're in the PC space more than I. Sure. So what you described, it sounds like a laptop. <laughs> now, the thing is, I know, I know. There's not I, that I much know. information on it. Right, yeah. right. I, I know that you say Switch-like device, but, but when I, I I hear that, I it's a portable computer you can play games <laughs> on. Is that not a laptop? So <laughs> Yes, you are correct, Mike. It, it could be a laptop. That's right. They have said it's likely not a laptop with a full-blown keyboard or anything no. like that. It'll be, you know, I got the joysticks and everything. So Again, apparently it's only in the prototype stage and it will, you know, it will let you dock to like actual computer monitors and work exactly the same way that that the switch does work. Right now, there is no information on the pricing or anything like that. The only thing they have said is it will be sort of an SOC system on a chip type build. So you're not going to get like a laptop body, rip the screen off or anything like that. It's going to be like a proper sort of console device. It will be interesting to see if it's going to be built to run like existing PC games or is it going to kind of have its own game library or like where they're going to take it. I don't have any real great feelings on it. I would think they might take some of the games, but I, I couldn't possibly see some of like the top end AAA titles running on, a, on an SOC device, but could be wrong. I feel like what they're going to do, because I mean, obviously it will depend on the specs of the device because there are technically two devices in the wild. One was the one that walked so the other could run that that does, you know, essentially what I'm going to call console gaming on the go. And the first was the PlayStation Vita. The PlayStation Vita was very powerful in the sense that it could play games that were, I would say, on par with PlayStation 3 graphics in a lot of cases. Hell, there are PlayStation 4 games that run on PlayStation Vita 
And really the only difference is the textures, the frame rate, and the lighting. Yeah, things have been scaled down a little bit. Yeah. Like I mean perfect example. I can play I've played Resident Evil Revelations 2 on both PS4 and on PS Vita. And really the only thing I would say that's different about them is the frame rate is better on the console and the lighting is better. Otherwise right. they're exactly the same. Like the character models are the same. Like it's it's doable. And I mean it's been proven that this can work when the switch came out because the switch is able you're able to do these console quality games on the go because every game that's on the switch is is playable on the go now what that unfortunately means is some games have to get the downgrade to work a perfect example is doom from what i've heard doom eternal i haven't seen doom eternal on on the switch but from what i've heard doom eternal on the switch is like a magic trick like people are incredibly impressed with how well doom eternal looks and plays on the switch right they're 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 like this is probably the best port of any higher end game on the switch because there are a lot of games that that have gotten that kind of treatment and then there are others that just don't work that they've done something separate with a perfect example control you can play control on the switch but it is streamed you cannot actually physically play control you can't buy a cartridge with controls data on it put it in the system and play you you download a digital thing that shoots the streamed version of the game at you from some server off at remedy i don't know where it comes from but that's how you can play control on the switch and it will obviously it won't work if you're if you're not connected to the internet so if you're in handheld mode and you're like on the bus and your bus doesn't have wi-fi then you can't play that game yeah it's just too bad yeah there's, there's a few games like that, that that have come out there's an assassin's creed game assassin's creed odyssey is available in a streaming version on the switch same with resident evil 7 there's a streamed version that you can play there it, it's it's an interesting thing to see what can carry over well and what doesn't it there's a lot of stuff that on at least in the the terms of the switch is like hey do you remember this game that's like five six years old bam here it is on the switch isn't that impressive you know and on one hand that is impressive that that game is able to run on the switch but like on the other hand it's like can can you play new games on the switch oh yeah that's that's right i played this game already yeah yeah, it, it will be interesting to see exactly how it works because like Steam itself has a lot of little bells and whistles. It's got a built-in like couch, uh, couch multiplayer mode, you know, where you don't necessarily need to own the game to have your friends play it. And it's got, you know, Steam is is very good at the streaming stuff, in-house streaming stuff. I, I know PlayStation has what it's called, remote play or something like that. Yeah, remote play. Yeah, yeah it's the same idea, but it is it's very like latency free. I'm o- I'm always very impressed every time I use it. I'll be interested to see if those toys make it to this kind of device. Yeah, it's just I'm curious. I'm curious. And the other the other big question I have is, okay, clearly it's geared towards maybe somebody like myself who lives and dies by PC games, you know, forever, but you know has never really had a portable device. I'm curious if it would expand if if the market would expand to somebody like yourself who has never really played. You know, not that you've never played computer games, but it's not your not your number one, two, or three, you know, it's kind of at the bottom of the tier list, you know, would a person like you buy a basically PC-oriented 
portable device that doesn't offer any sort of laptopy kind of you know additional functionality. I th- I think that it really is going to come down to the games and and what works on it because yeah. really the thing that really like I like portable gaming, but I, I find that these days I'm I'm more interested in the portable stuff that's like I'd be playing this on my TV if I wasn't doing something else right now. Like, like right. I've been playing I mean control. I've been remote playing control while we watch like Big Brother and stuff. You know, because I've I've already beat control, but I love playing that game. So I've just been replaying it while I watch, you know, half half pay attention to Big Brother, you know, like so if it's shown to me that I do appreciate having the quote unquote big boy, you know, experience Mm -hmm. as well on on a portable device. So I I think that the major things that would be in the way is how is it handled? Like, for example, I mean, obviously, this is a great example because I own the I own the game on Epic, but not on Steam. If Alien Isolation is a game that I own, I own it already on, on Steam is that going to work on the device kind of a question right? right like do i if i have the device do i need to buy new games or, or will it work with the games i already have like obviously with anything you want to buy games that are brand new but there's nothing wrong with having old games working too like mm-hmm. the the games that i have it's because that's the kind of ex- experiences it's hard it's hard for me to, to put this into words because i don't play pc games you know like I think the best way I could I could put it is the kind of games I like to play are not keyboard and mouse games. I like the feeling of a controller in my hand. I don't want to say it scares me, but using a mouse and a keyboard just doesn't feel right to me. Right. Yeah. So if I can take any game that that I could play on PC and play it the way I want to play it and and then transfer it over, then, you know, that's that's the experience that would be good for me. Right. But if it's. The, the the big hurdle is, well, now I'm in a new infrastructure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to try to help you out. But like, I don't know. I don't know what he's going for. I, I was thinking of like, you know, when, when you're, when you buy, you have an Android phone, you don't want to buy Apple devices to oh, go the, with if it. The ecosystem. Ecosystem. Yeah, that's why you get locked into Apple's ecosystem. You get locked into Android. Yeah. That's what I was trying to go for is getting locked into another ecosystem because you know, I, I have a substantial amount of games that work on PlayStation 4 that I haven't played yet. My PlayStation 5 I haven't played yet. So it's like, oh, well, having another device to buy more games on, if it's not, one, affordable, and two, you know, I mean, I guess PC games, especially Steam, Steam games go on sale constantly, so... Yes. Yeah, you can always find some good discounts. But anyway, yeah, I mean, right now it sounds interesting. There's not that many details out there about it, but I'm something I'm going to keep my eye on. Well, okay, so let me turn this around. I'm going to turn this around on you. The device shows up. I I assume you have, I was going to say Rocket League because you play Rocket League all the time. Yeah. But do you still have it on Steam? Because there was that period of time when it was available on Steam before Epic bought it. I do have it on Steam, yes, because I bought it when it first came out. So if basically, if you still, if you bought it on Steam, it continues to exist, but new people can't get it on Steam. Right. So say this device comes out, and because you own Rocket League on Steam, you can you can transfer it to the device. Do you see yourself sitting on the couch, watching TV, playing Rocket League? 
I think I could. I think ultimately it boils down to asking Tiffany if me playing on a portable device while we're sitting together counts as quality time or not. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> the biggest differentiator for me. But but yeah, like I I have enough games where it would probably be a fun kind of coach experience when you're sort of sitting doing something else. I'm not particularly interested in 90 Day Fiance, but I want to be up there hanging out. You know, I, I could see me buying it as long as the price was okay. Yeah. Because, like, again, my biggest problem is I've got a wicked setup here that's cost me a small fortune. But man, is it really nice? You know, so it would it would have to be enticing. But I I would consider it. I would a hundred percent consider it if the price is right. You know, if this thing drops at six hundred bucks, I'm gonna laugh you out the door. Um, but if we're in like that three hundred dollar range, three hundred four hundred dollars, then that's not bad, right? That's not bad. Okay. I'm just curious because like you, you asked me what I thought and I'm like, but what would you do? Because I don't, you know, I don't hear your memories of Game Boy, you know, things like no, that. No, like, I never, I never owned any consoles growing up. Honestly, I never had a single one. We got to rent them when we had good report cards and that was it. And then obviously I had going to friends' houses and stuff. So didn't you have, you had a PS2 though? Well, I was moved out at that point in time. So that's when I was in university. My dad got one for himself. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I could have sworn that we were overplaying. Maybe I'm remembering playing my PS2 at your well, house. Well, no, no. You would have been over. We played a lot of Tiger Woods golf on that thing. Yeah, but I yeah. would have been uh, like early 20s, 21, 22, I think, when he would have bought it, probably. Maybe a little bit earlier than that, my, 20. Well, let's put some time. Let's put a number on it because the version of Tiger Woods that I have, which is the version you have, because I bought it so that I could get better at it so that I didn't lose every time I played against <laughs> you, is Tiger Woods 2005. Yeah, so that would have put me at, I would have been two years out of high school. So it would have been 21. Yeah, it would have been 21 so years go. old. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, that, that was when I got my first console. And it was a family console. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. You never forget your first, right? No, that's right. That's right. But anyway, yeah, so we'll, we'll follow along on this. And when there's more actual juicy information, we'll, we'll tell people about it. Let's knock off a quick one, Mike. Uh, Internet Explorer is dead. Finally. Uh, I was going to say, like, didn't it die when they made Microsoft Edge? Or this is... This this there's this is the death death. They're not This gonna... is the death death. So as of June fifteenth, twenty twenty two. So you know, for those diehards, you got one more year. Microsoft will officially remove it from Windows ten. I and mean, the only way you can get it is illegitimate means. If for some reason you wanted, but but IE has been a pain in the ass from an IT perspective forever. Um, a lot of the problem, a lot of the reason it's still around is because of like legacy applications, you know, in, in like in enterprises and corporate entities and everything like that. Right, right. But now they've got the new Microsoft Edge, which is built on Google Chrome. So it's actually really good. It's not like the kind of crummy version of Microsoft Edge that they launched out. So there's really no reason to have IE exist anymore. So I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that they're getting rid of it. I think it's a good step forward because... God knows it's 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 hung around for much much too long, and it's just it's a nightmare. So I'm not even going to give you any questions on this one, Mike, because I'm just happy. I'm just happy it's gone. <laughs> I, I will say I will say that every so often we get a, a comment at work from someone who's like, "I can't get your website to work. What browser are you working with?" Yeah, yeah, Internet Explorer, most likely. All right, Mike. Here's here's your question. What's your recommendation? 
Microsoft Edge, Google Chrome, Firefox, or one of the other like quarter percent of the market browsers out there? Uh, I mean, personally, personally, mm-hmm. I use Chrome, but I use Firefox for work. Okay. I mean, there's no real reason why I use Firefox for work. It literally boiled down to, here's your laptop, Firefox is installed on it. Here's all the websites. <laughs> here's all the browsers. So, and, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to install Chrome on here anyway. And then I'll do like my own personal YouTube and stuff. Good, yeah, yeah. I, I like Chrome as I like Chrome as well, but I do use the new Microsoft Edge for all my work stuff because I keep my work bookmarks in that one and I keep my fun bookmarks in the other one. Yeah. Yep. And it's like that with everything else, like even on my phone. I keep Firefox on my phone in case of emergencies. So if just for one, you know, for, if for some reason, say I took a vacation day and, you know, I'm with my kid at the park and somebody's like, Mike, they message me on Slack and they're like, I know you're on vacation. Can you verify this user for us? Then I can pull it up and go in yeah. and do it and not have to worry about screwing up any of my my Chrome stuff. Yeah. And you know, the stupidest thing about, about all this stuff, Mike, is is all these browsers have multiple profiles that you can just build right into them, but we're not using that. I, know. <laughs> I don't use it either. I live and breathe computers and technology and I don't do it either. So I mean, it could, it could be worse. You could be my mom who uses a different thing on every single device in her house. Oh, I don't, no, that gives me chills. I, I don't know how sweats right away. When you said that, I don't know how, I don't know how my parents, like my dad is fine. He has a laptop. He uses the laptop. He's happy. But mm-hmm. my mom, she hates computers. And she has more devices than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> like, <laughs> Now, you got to have that sync across devices. I don't know how you live without it. No, 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 no. Each device is its own no. email account. Uh, no. Listen here, Mrs. Laidman. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to smarten up. All right. Speaking of smart things, Mike, we got one final one I wanted to talk about here. We'll save the other one for later. Mike, you know I'm a big fan of electric vehicles and and Tesla in particular. Mm -hmm. But we got a new player on the market here, Mike. We have Ford has announced the Ford F-150 Lightning, which is the battery-powered version of their very, 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 very popular Ford F-150 series of trucks. And in my opinion, Mike, this is a absolute game changer. I did watch like a speed round version of their event. Perfect. And the funny thing is, is of what the what registered the most to me was that you can plug your house into it if the power goes out and run your house for three days. <laughs> They've definitely really leaned into the like, this is for men with yeah. tools you know yeah. like, they've, they've leaned into that part but hey if it gets those men with tools to buy an electric vehicle i am all in because i i looked up the numbers i think they sell just shy of six hundred thousand ford f-150s every single year mm-hmm. versus like tesla sold half a million cars total you know that's all they sold not just one particular skew it was everything but honestly like the price of this thing, Mike. What would you what would you hazard a guess as the cost of this truck? I'm gonna guess. Typically, I'm oh, sorry, not to interrupt. Typically, electric vehicles tend to be on the expensive side. Like I think the base model Tesla Model Three is like thirty five thousand dollars American. But if you do anything like the S is like sixty nine thousand or something like that. Like they're expensive, right? Right. 
I, if I had to hazard a guess, I would say that the starting price without bells and whistles is 39,000. Well, you're, you're bang on the money, Mike. Yeah. I remember that from that little presentation too. (laughs) But I mean, that's a really good starting price and that doesn't include any tax credits or, you know, any sort of bonuses and stuff you might get for buying an electric vehicle. But for just, you know, just shy of 40 grand, like, my God, like, that's a good vehicle. That's a good price. I don't think the, I didn't, I should have looked it up, but the actual price of a gas powered F-150 is not that different. I think it's maybe a couple grand less, Mm. but not much. So they're selling two versions of it. The base one is 40 grand, essentially. And the XLT model is going to go for 53,000. And basically, the, the biggest difference from what I can tell is the battery size and a couple, like obviously, you know, quality of life perks and everything like that. But even the low end has a 230 mile range on it. So for Canadians, that's about like 350 kilometers, give or take. That's not bad. That's really not bad for a work vehicle. And honestly, I just, it, it's at the point where I would consider buying one because I just want a electric vehicle so bad. And I would never buy a truck because they're gas guzzlers and, and everything like that. But because it's electric, you don't need to worry about that, right? Now, okay. Now, here's a question. Yeah. Do, do you want it because it's electric or do you want it because it's a truck? Electric. I could not give two shits if it was a truck or not. Although there are times when it'd be like, it'd be really nice to have a truck. But but no, primarily it'd be electric. My, my, my dream vehicle is still the Teslas and stuff. But, you know, if push came to shove, I would certainly consider it at that price. Anyway. Now... Isn't there there? If I remember correctly, there is. Is there not another must? There's like a Mustang as well. Yeah. So Ford now has a bit of an electric lineup. They've got the Mustang, the Mach E Mustang. Yeah, which is sort of a crossover more than it is an, a, a straight up Mustang. Yeah. Well, no, that one's it's. Um, or I'm, I think of a different one. Yeah. So that one, that, this one is a straight battery. The, the Mustang Mach E is a straight battery. I was going to say the Volt, but that's a Chevy product. That's not Sorry, when I when I mean crossover, I don't mean hybrid. I mean crossover in like the not quite SUV, not quite. Oh, oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, it's supposed to be a sports car, but it sure looks like a crossover. To yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but but now that makes them they have three. So they've got obviously the truck, they've got the Mustang, and they've got their super sexy transit vans are also available in an electric. But either way, I mean, it's. To me, this is almost that that push that we needed to to tip over the edge because, you know, a lot of these guys don't want electric vehicles because can't haul anything or can't do that. Well, now you got the truck version of already popular version of truck. Maybe this is the kick in the butt we need to start building all that infrastructure across the country. You know, the Tesla supercharger network is better, but it's not great. But sort of regular electric chargers are not fantastic. You don't find them everywhere, right? You know, not every gas station has one or anything like that. So I, I'm really thinking in terms of sort of global perspective, this is the kick in the ass that we needed to sort of move forward with battery technology and admit, hey, we're here. It's time to get rid of the gas stuff and move to the electric stuff. Yeah. The interesting thing, too, is that it's Ford. Yeah. The, you know, the originators of the automobile, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that if now that Ford's doing this, that a lot of more people might take notice. Well, that's right. And it's not some sort of weird, like mini, mini version of a car or something that's like disgustingly electric. You know, I, I don't know if you've seen the BMW i3, but it's like, 
why would you buy this? This is the ugliest looking car I've ever seen, right? Because it looks futuristic, right? You know? This is a regular vehicle. From what I can tell from the pictures, you wouldn't know the difference other than there's no gas tank on the side, right? It isn't it? It has two. It's more than one charging point. It has like two or three, one on each side, I think. Uh, something like that, yeah. And and also, it does. I'm pretty sure the other major difference is it has like, I don't know what this is. I feel like this is a thing that they're just like, hey. We need a really big LED front light if it's an electric car. Because I, if I remember correctly, there's like a strip, like an, a big LED strip. Yes, you are correct. Car. That's right. Yeah. But that's what everybody needs. Just L- yeah. more LED. How do you know it's electric if it's not covered in LEDs, right? <laughs> well, maybe it'll go the PC route in the future to be RGB everywhere. That's Just light right. strips all over the place. RGB that's everywhere. That's what we need. Yeah. But either way, Mike, I think it's cool. I'm all for it. I'm not sure I would necessarily buy a Ford because I'm always worried that Fords aren't great. But hey, maybe this is the uh, the the kick I need to take a look at it. You know, you know what Ford stands for, right? No, fix it again, Tony. Fix it again, Tony. No, don't know that one. No, I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Fiat, Dale. That's. That's an old King of the Hill joke. Is right. what that is. Okay. I was going to say, that spells fiat. That doesn't spell Ford. I don't understand. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Well, I think on that note, that will do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get all of us, let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong. You can send an email to the dads at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com. Or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more dirty dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. We'll talk to you again. Asoon. Nice little pregnant pause there, Mike. Very impressive. Yeah. You got to make sure that somebody thinks that they're, well, no, the music will be there. So they won't think that they're not listening. You know, <laughs> like, did my show stop? What? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is my phone broken now? Yeah. <laughs>